This podcast was prepared by Ashley and Martell in their personal capacity. The opinions expressed in this show are the host's own and do not reflect the views of any of their personal affiliations. At the press conference, which I thought was quite interesting, that he's a black man. And as I lay and cried and hurt for Tamika Palmer and for Breonna Taylor and for Kenny Walker and for Janiya, who we need to love up on. As I lay there and I thought about him saying he's a black man, I thought about the ships that went into Fort Monroe and Jamestown with our people on them over 400 years ago. And how there were also black men on those ships that were responsible for bringing our people over here. Daniel Cameron is no different than the sellout Negroes that sold our people into slavery. And helped white men to capture our people, to abuse them, and to traffic them while our women were raped, while our men were raped by savages. That is who you are, Daniel Cameron. You are a coward, you are a sellout, and you were used by the system to harm your own mama, your own black mama. We have no respect for you, no respect for your black skin. Because all of our skin folk ain't our kin folk, and you do not belong to black people at all. Whew. Well. Yeah. That. That says it all. That says it all. Hey, bro. What's going on? How are you doing? You know, taking it day by day, trying to, you know, keep pushing forward. When I get to hear the good sis Tamika put, you know, put it out there straight like that. Um, right. I always uh, can appreciate her. Um, in the words of Beyonce, need a mark, let's call Tamika, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm just so appreciative of her unapologetic way of just telling it like it is in this year, 2020, the year of the pandemic, the year of, you know, a focus or I don't even want to say a focus but a an igniting of a civil you know definitely a civil awakening yeah a civil awakening that's it yeah um it is it's just quite a time it's been a while it's been a while since we Hopped on an episode. Yeah, it's been, it's definitely been a long time. We was just saying, it doesn't even seem like it's been that long, but it has been mm-hmm. that long. So, yeah, it's, there's it's so time much to get happening. back. There's so much. There's oh. always a whole lot happening. Like, there's always things happening, but it seems like since we've last had episode, so many things have happened on top of a lot of things already happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I um trying to think like my birthday passed. I had a birthday. Yeah, I, birthday. You know, really started digging into my new job and mm-hmm. um yeah, you know, elections are around the corner. So all of us in these political streets, one way or another, this is just a busy time of year for us. And mm-hmm. um 
you know, got an event tomorrow. <laughs> so it's, um, it's busy, but you know, it's, it's work that needs done. It's good work, even when it's hard. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and, and like we said in the beginning, how, how are we, you know, I try to, I try to not complain because it's so easy to complain um, mm -hmm. and find like that silver lining of, you know, what I'm happy about, you know, cause there are some things, you know, I feel like joy is a part of the resistance too. So. Oh, definitely. You know, making definitely. sure we find our joy is important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's, that's definitely a key. And and rest is also part of that. And I think, for me, that's probably been a thing that I've been trying to do the most of like the past month. You have uh, just just took some some time away, just went away, saw some family, you know, just took some time with friends, um, to just unplug and like rest. And it's definitely been it was good because um, I didn't realize just how overwhelmed I was with just work, with everything outside of work with focusing on trying to put energy towards the election however that may be and just every other thing on top of just being in this country just being black in this country <clears throat> you know what i'm saying in the middle of a pandemic like it's 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 been a lot so i think that's probably the part of the resistance that i found is just the rest like not getting on facebook for days at a time like just scrolling past dumb shit. you know just just things like that just like really just trying to just make sure that there's some peace the yeah. little bit of peace that you can't have has been protected you know what i mean so that's that's been that's been my work for like the past month or so have you um had a chance to have you gotten into lovecraft country mm. I love it. I love uh, that show so much. I'm not updated um, on the last two episodes, so just want to put that out there. Oh, yeah. I need to watch the last two episodes. I haven't had time. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't we'll put no yeah. a, It's a beautiful show. It is. I love it yeah. so much. And, you know, uh, we, when we started, we started watching it when it came out, but I had to watch the first and the second episodes again because I was mm -hmm. like, oh, wait, like stuff was clicking. Then I'm seeing other people make comments. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I do remember right. that. So I had to go back mm -hmm. and rewatch it because um, it was that Emmett Till part on that one yeah. episode when they were up there doing the Ouija mm -hmm. board. Ouija board. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, oh, <clears throat> this is crazy. It was like, uh, am I going to have fun on this trip? Like, it just, I, I appreciate mm -hmm. the show at a time like this. Um, so I hope those listening to this show, if you are not watching uh, Lovecraft Country, definitely check that out. It's some, Please do. some much needed art. In yeah times like this so yeah uh, I, lo I love it because I, it gives visuals to concepts of racism mm -hmm. that we aren't able to articulate through words sometimes for white people and other people to understand it yeah. so like i appreciate that they were able to script out what you know what I mean, systematic racism looks like, what, you know what I'm saying, what internalized racism looks like, like, what internalized microaggressions, you know what I'm saying, like, 
so many different things, you know what I'm saying? Like what homophobia looks like, you know, and all these different kind of things, like to to create that visual, like you said, in this time is beautiful, you know, and also the setting, because this is in the fifties, right? So it really shows you like these things are happening and they're still happening today. You know what I mean? 50 plus years later, we're still dealing with these particular things, you know? Um, so I love it. I think the acting on their um, journey, some of that should definitely be getting an Emmy for a performance. Um, Misha Green should be getting an Emmy because she's dope. Um, yeah, so I love it. So yeah, like I echo what you said. Check that out on HBO because um, it's it's great. It's definitely a great show. Yeah, I had to throw that out there. You know, HBO. You know, BPM. We down. HBO. Mm -hmm. B. You know, HBO does its thing on, on programming, so I, I appreciate mm -hmm. that. You know, we get insecure from that, so shout out to HBO. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they know, you know what we're here for. We're here to talk a little bit about these politics going on out here in this world. Yeah. Crazy. I don't Yo. know what's going on. This is, this, uh, pinch me. This is real life. Yo, can I, I gotta say this first, Joe, like, I appreciate the commercials that they're having to have you vote, but I'm tired of them shits, man. And it's like, they're telling people like, if you're tired, go vote. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like, that's not going to help with the tiredness. You know what I'm saying? Or like, when I was watching, it's like, vote away your pain. I'm like, listen, there ain't enough votes in the next year and a half to vote away an ounce of the pain that people are experiencing out here. Yeah. So like, it's just kind of like, man, don't do that, man. You know, you're you're really trying to make people put too much into this vote. And part of me gets it, but I don't get it. And I just don't feel like you should play people's emotions like that, especially times like this. Like, it's like, you don't got a job, go vote. And I'm like, yeah. that's not going to get somebody employed. Like, you're not going to go vote on Tuesday and then get a job on Friday if you didn't have an interview yeah. before Tuesday. Because a lot of these people have voted before, so you're not helping, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know, I think, you know, always, I always appreciate the good, the good sis Summer Lee, you know, when she talks about, you know, when people don't vote and it, it's time that when it comes to our candidates that they quit like elected people who are elected need to not feel like they have to always have the right answer like mm -hmm. and uh, to also be real i just i feel like the more authentic you can be like if, if there's ever been a time to be that now is the time to be that right. and no uh that's why people don't want to vote because don't nobody got time for you to always just give them some bull crap. Like mm -hmm. nobody got time for that. <laughs> no time at all. No time at all. So, you know, yeah. I, I tell you, bro, I'm tired of that. I'm, I, I don't know if I haven't been watching a lot of things I watch are recorded. So I definitely fast forward through most of these. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's probably how I avoid seeing those commercials so much. But Yo. you're watching sports and games and 
mm-hmm. you know, live right. TV. Yeah, it hits you, right? Between watching the finals or watching certain football games or from just watching like ridiculousness, mm-hmm. they're just going to hit you with it, you know? Um, the thing that blew me away though is I hadn't really been watching network TV, but just the amount of the political ads on network TV, like they're like back to back to back to back. And I'm like, geez, like this is enough to make you want to turn the TV off. Um, and I don't listen to the radio, but I was in uh, my homie's car and, and Whammo was on, and it was the same thing on there. And I'm just like, yo, they are really trying to inundate you with these uh, commercials. And I'm just like, I get it. But what I don't want to happen is like, you just find somebody that just unplugs and turns off. And they might not not vote, but they might miss it. You know what I'm saying? Just because of that time that they just unplugged. or So I don't know. There has to be moderation with everything. And... There's absolutely no moderation with this. There, there should be, in my opinion, there should be some regulation on the amount of political ads that could be televised within an hour or within four hours. Like, you just, I don't know if you realize you're losing ratings by doing that. I don't know. That's just, that's just my thought. But it's a lot. It's a lot, and I think that. Um, so I always it's probably my biggest conflict when we talk about like campaigns you know when you have big campaigns yeah it's gonna cost money because you gotta like reach across the country but like if people really engage their their communities um you know the people who are elected you wouldn't need to pay for ads all the time because the people would know you and mm-hmm. you would be I don't know, I guess it's like utopia of how politics could work, but it would involve people being, you know, mm-hmm. on it and doing doing their part. But, you know, people are selfish, people are human, people are, you know, not in it for, always in it for the good reasons to do it. And so we have what we have now. I think what, I watched the SNL with, um, who was it? Was it Chris Rock? And he mm-hmm. was just making the point, like, anybody can be the president of the United States. All you oh, have to be is 35 and an American-born citizen. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. that's it. And because of that, that's why we have the president that we have today. It's why anyone could be president if they wanted to. But there's been a system created to intentionally keep us out of it. And mm-hmm. um, just like, I don't know, did you see the Blackish episode? They had a voter. Um, I did. I loved it. The I just watched episode. it. Man, that was so dope. I really appreciate them doing that. Me I too. Did because I appreciated what they did with Junior when, you know, they were just even talking about the Constitution and we the people. It's like we the people were those white men in the room, not us. Mm-hmm. Right. They, so it was never mm-hmm. wrote about us. We weren't even full people when we were even, when we got, yeah, you know, half of them were slave owners who wrote that, Mm -hmm. we the people. So it's just like they didn't, well, you know, when we were younger, they didn't teach it to us like that, you know, like, and um, 
uh, I don't know. I just get so frustrated with it. Yeah. That's why. That's, that's so why cool. it's like we gotta like tear it down. It just gotta really be broken all the way down and 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 recreate it, reconstruct it. Mm-hmm. And the way I we agree. do that is by us voting. Like people, I wish. Yeah, and then you. Uh, I could just like bomb <laughs> words right now. Um, yeah, you know we forgot though. We we missed it so much. We just got into this shit. We ain't telling who we are and what they listening to. Yeah, we just was like, yo, we just got right in the mode. We jump, we jump right in a twelve foot pool. You know what I'm saying? But Sounds you like listen to Black Political Millennials. It's and, episode um, uh, 17. It's 17. Yeah, yes. we getting up there. We getting up there now. So, like, we definitely been at this. Special for 20. We'll see what we can Yo, do for 20. that'll be cool. That'll be cool. Maybe we could pull a guest on. You know what I'm saying? Have a have a special special guest for the 20th episode. Yeah. You know I mean, I think that'll be super dope. Yeah, we can uh, for that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, well, I'm Ashley. Yeah, and I'm Martel, also known as Pierre Defecto. Um, but thank you real, for listening. Keeping real Pierre Defecto on all our yeah. off time. I'm like, you better, you better get your piece, bro. You better. Man, it gotta be said. Like that's that's about the, my whole thing now. Is it like it had to be said? Like it gotta be said. I, that's just kind of what it is, man. Like. I don't know. Certain people, it's like certain people be on, but they don't be on, and then they don't be saying what need to be said. So that's just that's just me. Just going, you know. Well, said had to be said. Yeah, and as as we as I as I keep mentioning that I was I was still in touch with bro. We just you know, it yeah. took us a minute to be able to get our schedules right, get our get our minds right. Life is hard out here, and yeah. um, you know. At the end of the day, we're regular people too. You know, we just happen mm-hmm. to want to talk a little bit of shit about politics with y'all. <laughs> yeah, let y'all know something, you know? Yeah. Let y'all know a little something. But yeah, we stay, I mean, you know, we always sharing stuff and sharing ideas, um, always, you know, informing each other of the news and everything. So it's definitely, it's definitely always in constant contact. But, yeah. you know, I think it's just like, I think for a while, I was like, yo, this is just so much shit. All right, let's just get to it. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's that's where we're at now uh, for we this episode. Think, yeah, we're going yeah. to hop around a little. Of course, talk about what's immediate, you know, because the election today is 25 days away. Yeah. From today 25. is October 9th. Uh, we that's are crazy. really we're we're grinding out we're getting to the end and uh our president has declined the debate second debate i mean what is this i'm not going to do it i'm not i'm not going to debate like yeah when i saw so when i first saw the headline that it would be virtual i was like okay so Mr. COVID's going to do a virtual uh, debate. And, you know, maybe they can mute him. And then immediately, like 30 minutes later, he's tweeting, I'm not doing it virtually. What, sir? You have coronavirus. You can't come around me. Yeah. You got to get better. That's definitely what it is. It's it's all about a control thing. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just he's just 
you know, you doing the most and you're going to get muted and you're going to feel dumb as hell when you realize that you're muted. You know what I'm saying? He's going to feel so stupid. So, like, to save himself that embarrassment that he would have, I think it's just going to be like, we're just not going to do it. But like I was saying to you, I don't recall a time in history where a president did not debate for a presidential debate. I think, I'm pretty sure back in the 80s, there may have been a time where there was Republican candidates that didn't debate or didn't want to debate at a Republican um, debate. They ended up doing it. But for a president to be like, I'm not debating, you know, somebody can tap in and give us some history from from back whenever. Yeah, please but inform us because I do not. I don't think that that things happened before. Yeah, like I feel like I saw a headline too that like him denying this or rejecting this, you know, second debate could like change, you know. Just, I don't know, like, it's the integrity of, like, the whole process. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I just feel, <laughs> America is falling. <laughs> Yo, it's falling and falling apart. Democracy, as we know it, is 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 dying in front of us. And yeah. people are just kind of just like, Yo, Whatever. what's for dinner? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, who's... Who's about to win the Bachelorette or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, that's, I just keep thinking really like, I mean, and I've, I've lived through the same, you know, in regards to my peers, if we're talking about us, you know, millennials, no, we've lived through other, you know, elections. Like I remember being in middle school when um, Al Gore and George Bush were running against each other and, you know, of course, like, you know, I knew my mom was a Democrat, you know, we didn't want, you know, I understood it to that extent, but it wasn't like the world's over if, you know, right. yeah. and not that the world is over if, you know, we do have a second term of this administration, dear God, I hope not, but, um, you know, this is, this is bigger than just like, it's always the same. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, actually, it is always the same. And so right now, because we're really not engaging, it's they, they really doing what they want to do. Like yeah. people or people who have power to screw us over, but line their pockets are like mm-hmm. in line with their hands out right now, like waiting. Yeah. Yo, know, like people's eating, and you know what else is wild too. <clears throat> this is something that I've had some thoughts and converse, small conversations about. Is there is a sect of people in this country where life has not changed for them this year? You know what I'm saying? Like, while there are so many of us and people we know, like people's people's years have been burying folks, time sick, time in hospitals losing a job, losing a home, you name it. You know what I'm saying? Like dealing with this ailment, dealing with depression, dealing with, with, with grief, whatever. These have been the people around us lives. And there are people in this country where ain't nothing skipped a beat since January 1st for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they've been able to live the same. They've still been able to travel wherever they was able to travel to. They still have done all the same stuff. Ain't shit changed for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
And there is a few of those people even here in Pittsburgh, you know what I'm saying, that live in certain areas that are like that. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's almost like when you think about that, there's no way that you can sit back and not care or not want to get active when there's people whose lives didn't didn't skip at all, the needle didn't skip at all in their lives. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying, ten months, seven of them have been tumultuous for you and your family. Yeah. Um yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, you can't you can't just wanna still shut off after knowing that. Like, nah, but Some people it's easy to do and you know I just I think what I try to tell myself is like I'll just continue to do my part and stay committed and hope that something can click for people Um, I know that (laughs) I know that like after we watched that presidential debate that was like an episode that was like watching him at housewives like oh boy i was just like whew. well um andy cohen probably would have done a better job yeah i agree i agree i think he definitely been better than chris wallace because that if that wasn't so if that wasn't um it couldn't be more elementary Mm-hmm. of a debate that I mean there were even those moments of like when Trump would be like talking about like if he could get that many people he would too like oh my goodness how old are you sir yo how old are you you definitely sound like you fresh off fourth grade like <laughs> maybe not even fourth grade maybe second grade for I real for real second and honestly, because, yeah. 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 There was there was one part where um I can't even remember what the topic was, but he was just like, Well, he does it too. He does it too. And it was just like, bruh, but what? You know what I'm saying? Like I think it was a whole interrupting thing. I think that was the yep. thing he was talking yep. about. He was like, He's doing it too. And I'm like, not as nearly as much as you are. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, govern self like why are you so concerned about how this person is moving what they're doing and how you feel like you should have a right to do it because he's he did it even though you did it seven times more it's it was it's definitely like i felt like i was back at that school program i used to run and i was in a room with the babies you know what i'm saying and we were trying to form in line for snack time and it was chaos i felt like that's really what i felt like watching this adult on this stage on a on a world's largest stage and you sounded like one of my second graders it was it was wild it was wild yeah that you know that debate if we even want to call it that was just really really sad it was the worst in history <laughs> it was the worst debate in american history you know what i'm saying like in the history book, there's going to be a whole chapter for 2020. We know that. And there's going to be a portion about the debate and how bad that debate was. And then there's going to be a teacher, hopefully, that tells the students that this was the worst debate in American history ever. And then like, the president caught the virus that caused the pandemic. And got the runner. And then, I honestly think he had the runner. Oh, I do too. And then yeah. 
he declined the second debate because it wouldn't be in person. Like, yeah. like you're sick. Like you just had the coronavirus. Like honestly, though, to be real with you, if he does have it, because we're going to talk on the flip side of that coin in a second of mm-hmm. him really might not having it. But if he did, he does or did have it. It's part of him trying to get Joe Biden sick. Like it's it's almost like you would think that you would have concern to not try to like infect someone who's older than you are, right? Somebody who is a professional, somebody who's doing some work, is doing some things like I wouldn't want to get people sick. Like that's not my thing. But it, it seems like he wants to get him sick. I feel like he want I feel like if he didn't already want to, like he wants to. Sure, he would. I'm sure he does because he's so childish. He's like, well, if I got it, then Joe can get it. I'm, sh- I'm sure he has some like childish feeling like that. But he doesn't care who he gives it to because he has his Secret Service drive him to do a freaking parade mm-hmm. when he's in the hospital for the virus. Like, right. I-, I just. I don't, you know, it's just really, really, these times are just so sad, to say the least. Mm -hmm. And um, I just hope everyone who listens to this, I'm sure whoever's listening to this is going to go vote. You got to go vote. But if you're not, though, because there are some people that be listening to us because, like, we might be the only point of view that they feel like is palatable. You know what I'm saying? Because it'd be hard to watch CNN sometimes at MSNBC. Yeah. So if you're not voting or you didn't think on voting and you can vote, if you can hear our voices, whoever you are, please go vote. You know Let's what I'm saying? Out. That's what it's about. We got to get him out. He's just, please. he is just not stable. He is unfit. Yeah. He hasn't been fit. Like he hasn't been fit. He wasn't fit in 2015. For real, for real. Yeah. I, you know, it was just a bad situation. It was a bad card and it was a bad situation, but he wasn't fit then. Well, he thought he was saying? really going to win. And when he really won, he said, oh, yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get all y'all. Yo, oh, shit. I'm about to get out these, this, this loan, these debts that I owe. I'm about to get this washed away. I'm about to get my little friends rich so that they owe me favors because it's all transactional with him. So you pretty, I'm pretty sure at this point, anybody that he, whose palms he's greasing or money he's bringing on his way, they owe this dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, however that, that, that IOU looks, but he's going to be counting favors. I'm certain he's going to be counting favors. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know he is. He's going to be like, oh, remember when I did this for you? And he already does that shit. He does that with shit that he didn't even have control of it being done or given to certain individuals. Like, everything's a transaction. Like, it's always monopoly to him, you know? So that's that's how he's seeing the whole thing. <sighs> yeah, that's how he's seeing well, the whole thing. But yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to, to put this out there, too. Like, but we could go. I didn't believe that Trump had Dorona. Like I didn't believe that he had it. I thought. I think that there's part of me that still thinks that 
he was his approval rates were crashing so much after the debate. Like there were people that I was listening to NPR and I love NPR because they'll have like Democrat Democrats and then they'll have like Republican Dixie Republicans on the same call. And there was people that was like changing their votes. There was people like, oh, after after hearing that, there's no way I can vote for him. There was a lady from Pennsylvania actually that was on there and was like, oh, there's no way I can in good faith vote for him after the way that he carried himself on the stage. So I feel like the people around him were like, yo, you're tanking so bad. We have to find a way to stop this bleeding. And the only thing that was kind of workable was him getting a coronavirus, you know what I'm saying? And because what happened was, is, is, is Biden slowed his campaign down for a second. They took away all of the ads, all of the, all of the uh, mudslinging ads. I need these packs. Got taken to off. I need the packs to step it up. If Biden's yeah. not gonna do it, these packs need to step it up. No, the packs need to. And I, and I, you know, everybody's trying to play the whole respectable type thing. So mm-hmm. you got that. So, and then also it's like, there's a couple of days. I want him to survive, but no, nah, he's still a trash person. Yeah, no, nah, he's trash, but I don't think he had the runner. You know what I'm saying? And like the thing that, the thing that made me, the thing that made it so real to me is the night before this news came out, I watched this movie called Wag the Dog with um, Dustin Hoffman and Robert De Niro and Anne Heche. And if you haven't seen it, and if you did see it, see it again. But the movie is basically about a political fixer and a Hollywood producer that team up to manufacture a war for this president. It's 11 days from the election. And there's some news about him that comes out with like sexual harassment with a teenager. So the whole movie is like them making this war so this news doesn't get the headlines about this this sexual assault mm-hmm. and this war is the main thing because people don't want to switch presidents during war right so the whole thing was like them creating this war but in the beginning of the film they talk about the president being sick like the president was in another country couldn't leave because he was sick so now the whole thing is like all right well people's going to be like wishing a president well and all of that shit. And nobody's going to want to ask hard questions when they know the president's sick. So it's the, it's the same defense out this movie, it's out this script where if you got Rona, people ain't going to want to ask hard questions because they don't want to come off as being insensitive or being jerks, even though the president's a jerk. So you, this you man get that little sick not one day. So man. all right, you want to act like you still work or you want to be taking pictures in the hospital? Answer these questions and run these ads. Yeah, and those pictures was fake too. Let's not talk about how you were signing blank pieces of copier paper with a sharpie, my nigga. Like no. so that whole I'm thing was fake. That's why I feel like the whole thing was a ruse. You know what I'm saying? I think it was a ruse to try to save some points get whatever little punk-ass sympathy you could get it and also like be a defense or be a shield from you not catching these flames about shit so like i said if you got some time go watch walk uh wag the dog you know what i'm saying and check that out and like these things happen and there's parts of that film where i'm gonna say this as well i feel like certain parts of that film have happened in real life where they've manufactured 
an enemy or a cause or different things like that for a distraction. You know what I'm saying? Like the movie came out in 97 and I feel like 2001 and up, all of those things that happened is shit that was told on Wag the Dog. So for the, the for me to see that and then to wake up and I be the news, I'm like, oh, this is this is straight out the movie. So I don't even think he had the runner, y'all. Like, I don't think he had the runner. You know what I'm saying? Because then also, I I hate to 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 be sound mean or whatever, but a lot of people that are obese like him at his age, they wouldn't make that. They wouldn't be they wouldn't make it. There's a lot of people who would be dead already. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like... They feel that way, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know people that way less that were younger that didn't survive the run. You know what I'm saying? Like, fit people. You know what I'm saying? Younger people that didn't survive it. It's like, bro, you you had it, had it. Like, and you was able to just ride around in a Suburban next, my nigga. And come on, man. Like, come on, man. And in a and in a town laws in the world. And of whatever that cocktail. They made a cocktail for him and shit. Yeah. He's just he's trash. So y'all, we just can't we just don't deserve that. We just don't we don't deserve that. I, I vote. Like You gotta vote. At, yeah. So you gotta vote. The VP debate happened with uh, Senator Kamala Harris and Vice President Pence. Mm-hmm. And um, it was after were actually, you know, some policy conversations that were able to happen. Um, it was a VP debate, you know? Mm-hmm. It really wasn't. I mean, the best part was probably the faces that Kamala put out, you know, all her faces. And a fly on Pence's the head. Fly, the fly, the that's right. The fly, the ancestor. The, yo, the ancestor, ancestor came down. That was definitely an ancestor, man. Like, I um. You posted something that there for the symbolism. Yeah, there's a lot of symbolisms with flies. Um, in art, they're saying in art, like a lot of times when you see flies, it's like rot, decay, death. Um, but like when there's flies that are on heads of or on the top of kings or noblemen that has to do with like a liar um, and things different like that. But then there's like a spirit animal, it's a fly that has to do with like impurity um, and just like the buzzing about is to get your attention until you swat it or you kill it. And everything around flies is always of course dirty mm-hmm. and things like that. And like for this, the fly to sit on the vice president's head like that for a minute like he was chilling. Yeah. Chilling. I missed it, but yes. I was like, he had to be chilling because everybody got a picture of that. Yeah, I got I got pictures and video. Like that thing was chilling. It had enough time to create a Twitter account up there. That's how that, long it was on that man's head. That is crazy. He had a whole Twitter account now. But uh I um I the thing the thing that I think the biggest key that was brought up for me in the vice president debate was because Pence tried to use his special card to talk about them packing a court, right? And it was almost like that was the only point that they could possibly get them on is packing a court. And Senator Harris talks about the fact that there were 50 federal judge appointments, which are lifetime appointments, and not one was black. 
So she's like, you want to talk about packing the court? Let's talk about that. You know what I'm saying? And I think the thing that a lot of people forget about is the impact that the executive branch has on judicials, you know what I'm saying? And who who's yep. appointed and all of that. That's 50 federal judges, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we won't just do a numbers game, right? So we said like, was it one out of seven, one out of 10 people that are in justice, law enforcement, law, probably are some kind of white supremacist, nationalist, clan member. So like, let's realistically like of that 50 white federal judges, there's probably some that are upstanding, but I'm willing to bet a lot of money that some of them are members of the Klan, members of some white nationalist organization, or supporters or apologists of such. You know what I'm saying? So, lifetime appointment. How many? How many black faces? How many brown faces? You know what I'm saying? Is going to come in front change. of you. That you lifetime appointment stuff got to change. I agree. I agree. I think it should be on terms as well. Yeah, I think like 18 years. You know, I get it. It's a long time. It's judicial. I get that, but not lifetime. Yo, and then people, oh man, people be changing when they get older, man. Like, some people be different. You know what I'm saying? Like, nice people be getting racist when they get older sometimes, yo. Like, or like the whole just being like, see now or whatever. I don't know. So uh, I agree with that. There definitely should be some limits on that. And then maybe you can go into some kind of like advisory capacity or something after 18 years because you got the wisdom. But that's a lot. And that's something that we need to look at. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was talking about Kamala being a cop, Kamala being a cop and all those things and her locking people up. That's some information she didn't have to disclose to the people. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something she didn't have to bring up. So like, I think it's important to pay attention to who's giving you certain bits of information. You know what I'm saying? Like you're talking about a hypothetical action of packing the court versus a literal packing of the court. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that was the biggest takeaway for me for the debate um, was just the mentioning of that because you had some young black men that were like on the whole she locks us up, she's a cop thing, looking at, like, that opening eyes up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't sweet on the other side. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why you ever thought that it was. It's not sweet on the other side. There's not really a seat at the table for you on the other side, um, contrary to what you thinking or what you think you know. There's not. Um, so, yeah, just for me, that was my biggest takeaway. So I um I I caught the debate in bits and pieces just because of how my day was going. But the parts that I dig, I feel like I I feel like I missed the really good parts. So I may watch it again, but it's I still know I can watch clips online and you know, I don't I didn't need the VP debate. I was hoping that you know that Kamala was going to, you know, have a, you're no, you're no, you're no uh, Kennedy moment, but she didn't. <laughs> she didn't. It's cool. I'm still voting for her. Yeah, no, nah, she didn't. She, she, I think her face is her said face more than it. she said. Yeah, like, for sure. and And she also, and she also put, 
that man has placed a lot of times where he was trying I'm to go with her. She's like, um, I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, she let him let it be known, and I respect that because I feel like nobody has ever talked to Mike Pence's ass like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate I appreciate her standing up in that moment. And you know what I'm saying? Like just the whole patriarchal white supremacist male point of view of just feeling like I can speak whenever I can speak longest. Like she wasn't really with none of that. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that. I um me for me personally, I think one of the important parts of the debate was a conversation around climate control. Because in the midst of this year, that's a topic that has been forgotten about. A lot of people have acted like climate control is, you know what I mean, is not happening. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's not increasing like it is. You look at the amount of storms and hurricanes, hurricanes that are making landfalls we speak, you know, there are still wildfires burning, you know, the glaciers are still melting. These things are still happening, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic. And there's a, a civil awakening happening. The, the, the climate is warming up, it's heating up. And I appreciate just reminding people of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, even though That's where we uh, live, you know, I think we don't, we oh, don't, man. we're not fully aware. You know, I was listening in the summer on um, uh, there was a Zoom conversation after the VP debate that. State mm-hmm. Rep. Joanna McClinton had, and uh, I wanted to watch that. I missed it. Yeah, and we Summer was talking about you know specifically in her district the increase the the higher amount it's it's a higher percentage of uh, kids who have asthma and um, different just medical issues that are caused by the poor air quality in the, yeah. in the community from the the mills the it's it, it's just bad it's, here. it's bad all around i am um, for me personally like i grew up with asthma you know what i mean like i i grew up in the east end and i was probably like Mm, maybe like eight. I was probably eight when I was eight or nine um, when I found that I had asthma. So, you know what I mean? Like the East End is downwind from the Mon Valley in a lot of respects. Um, so I grew up dealing with that, you know, like a kid having pneumonia, having asthma attacks, like the shit's real, you know what I mean? So like, and I have friends, I have family members that deal with it and dealt with it too. You know what I mean? Some of this out in a long valley. You know, some of this one, the east side of Pittsburgh. Um, so it's something that's, that's very real, you know, out here. And, um, and people, this know, is political. Like, this is all political. Yeah. yeah. Regulation, you know, different, you know, these companies being able to operate in the way they do in, in our communities is all political. So mm-hmm. that's why we got to vote. That's why we no got to vote. No question. Um, so about these courts, rest in peace to the notorious Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. Um, that's a, another big thing that has happened 
since we've last talked. Um, and again, this, 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 the moments to show you why the federal government has, you know, a pull, the way that they're operating for the Supreme Court nominee in less than a month, they're trying to nominate a new Supreme Court justice when they would not let President Obama nominate someone when he had like 11, 10 months mm -hmm. until he, until the election. Right. So, you know, it's political. It is, whew, it is really, really, um, it's a lot on the line. And that Supreme Court, nom the, the woman that they are nominating, um, Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She just, there's a bunch of people that oppose her. Yeah. Um, uh, some of her former, uh, you know, what's whatever the uh, alumni from the school that she, you know, received her law degree from, wrote letters, you know, not in support of her being selected as a Supreme Court nominee. Man, that says a lot, man. Um, and also, you got to think about it like this too, right? This is lifetime. Mm -hmm. She's only 48. Mm -hmm. That's my baby's whole life. You know what I'm saying? Yo, for real though, it really is. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you think about how many decades of life this decision is going to affect people who don't even realize it right now. You know my what I'm saying? Like 84 and she's kicking it. Like my grandmother be out there. Yeah. My grandmother can watch my one-year-old daughter. I know that's right. So yeah, I don't, I don't need, I don't need somebody like Amy in the Supreme Court. Nah, not at all. Not for, not for no 38, 48, 58 years. Damn it. Nah. Um, so I'm super good. Um, so yeah, I guess to kind of round that up so we can like pe folks can be clear that, you know, the Supreme Court nominees are, you know, nominated by the Senate. Currently, the Senate has a Republican majority with the Republican president, and they are good to go to push that vote through. So right now, I, I feel like it's been on hold because the president has coronavirus. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's not um, on the line, but you know, Trump said at the debate he has between November and uh, January to also nominate. So he don't care. Man, Even if he loses, uh, he will yeah. nominate somebody. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that. Oh. Uh, these ICE facilities, you know, this happened. Of, I guess this was last month that it there was a whistleblower for um an ice facility what state was that ice facility in um damn i want to look real quick uh it's, it was in georgia i believe um yeah the center was in georgia yeah uh, giving hysterectomies and then the doctor doing it wasn't even uh i don't even know what it's called but they didn't have some kind of certification with like the the OBGYN like mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, the certificate that, was, that you have to get, like, I just, uh, this stuff, yeah. wow. Like, let's just talk about how many violations of human and civil rights that these actions were. Mm-hmm. And that's like, like, yo, I'm gonna just keep it honest. Like, that's some Nazi Germany type shit. Like, when we talk about you're forcing women at hysterectomies, like, that's like, that's like Nazi Germany level type egregiousness. Like, that's what that is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are like genocidal type actions. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what this is. And the whistleblower was a black woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was no longer afraid to speak out. She already got demoted because she asked questions about the conditions around the COVID in this center. You know what I'm saying? And people catching COVID, she got demoted because of that. Mm-hmm. Cause she spoke out about that. And then she was just like, man, you know what? Nah, enough is enough. We need to call this shit out too. Um, and, and, and blew the whistle, blew the whole damn whistle. These deten- these det- these detention centers need to be shut down. Um, the criminalization of folks coming, I you know, I I all of this is unnecessary, and it is policy and systems that can be literally broken down, and. I, we talk about this because we need people to know like this stuff don't have to be this way. These, these atrocities happening to people in our country don't have to be this way. And uh, I feel like my stomach started hurting just thinking about this right now. Like, ah, ugh, that's, ugh. And, and then there are women and I just, ugh. And as we go through like these these next topics that we have coming up, I'm looking at it's all like bad things happening against women on top of that's, everything else. Yeah, that's know? true. Like like the next thing, there was a militia that was stopped who was who were planning to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Michigan. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, yeah, um, Governor uh, Gretchen Whitmer. Um, luckily the guys have been arrested, Um, 13 men have been charged in this action now. Um, like there's an article in New York times that, that kind of gives details about like, they were going all out. Like these dudes should need, should get a lot of time. Um, because they were really trying to do a lot of different stuff. Like they talk about trying to blow a bridge up to be a distraction. So they were going to purchase explosives for that. They were going to kidnap this, the, the governor and take her to a secure location in, in Wisconsin for a trial. Like they were spying on a vacation home. Yeah. This is, this is like wild. Like that's, there's a lot of thought. There's a lot of conspiracy yep. in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't think that this is the only the only plot or plan that's happening in this country. You know, you can't think that this is the only one. You know, this is the one that was exposed. But I'm I'm sure this, that there are other plots towards Democratic governors. You know, like let's put it out there, Democratic governors are the ones that 
are probably going to be threatened the most right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Trump likes talking about our governor, Wolf, definitely. And he ain't even that, like, you know, he's still. Hey, Wolf be chilling. Wolf be chilling. Yeah, like. Oh, but he gets threats. Please believe that our governor is being in threats to, like, oh, definitely. Don't look, let's not get started on our state GOP, but yeah. So there's that. And then, you know, how we start off the show with, you know, Tamika calling out, um, Attorney General Cameron, what's his last name? I think his name is Daniel Cameron. Daniel Cameron, that's it. Yeah. See, uh, but you know, uh, Breonna Taylor, their family had a $12 million settlement, but also, you know, not one officer was charged with murdering Breonna Taylor. No, not one. Not at all. So again, these laws, these systems, it's all recurring. Like this, the things that we are, ha- we are put, we are forced, not even forced, but the laws that create this system that's supposed to give justice when wrongdoings happen was not created for us. And as we have to operate and navigate in them, we have to fight and break down and change these laws. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. Everything. Like, everything has to be torn down and changed in order for this country to be just. Um, that's the only way to do it. You know, when it comes to laws, when it comes to police, policing, it has to be undone. There's not, there's not enough implicit bias training that a police force can pay motherfuckers to come in to the department and have somebody dressed in some boots and Tim's or some and a dude with a suit mm-hmm. and how you perceive and there's not enough of that. There's yeah. not enough to change it. You know, you have to really go through and you have to some people can't be police no more. Like that's where it comes down to. Like some people can't be police no more. Some people need to be added to a national registry. Some people need to be added to an FBI watch list and you can't be police no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really what it comes down to. Like, I think about, we're talking about HBO shows and The Watchmen was a, ne- a really good HBO show as well that I'm sad that they're not coming back for a second season. But there's a scene which, interestingly enough, a lot of this uh, story takes place in Tulsa. Um, and they highlight they highlight the Tulsa the Tulsa race riots in 1921, but they get it towards Tulsa like 2021. And there's a scene where a black officer, who's interesting enough, is wearing a mask because now all cops wear masks, and now a year later, cops are wearing masks, but they're not armed. Their vehicles are in the their vehicles their weapons are in the vehicle. And they have to get clearance and permission for them to have their weapon with them. So there's a scene where this officer is calling back to dispatch and dispatch is asking them these questions like, is the, is the person that you stopped, are they armed? Are they a threat? Are they this? And he has to answer all these questions before they bust his gun. Like, it was the wildest shit for me to see. You know what I'm saying? For this cop have to answer to someone before he could even hold his firearm. Mm-hmm. So that's where we got to go with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can have somebody do a breathalyzer 
to start their car, then you have the technology to lock somebody's gun in their vehicle and for it to be buzzed from somebody that has a just mind, that ain't hopped up on roids, that ain't done with PTSD, that ain't outwardly racist and whatever else. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta we gotta start at that. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no ain't no more funding for training, ain't no more funds for police, none of that shit. People gotta be gone. You know what I'm saying? People need to be fired, we need to be locked up, and the whole thing gotta be different. So yeah. this whole country gotta be undone before it can build back. You know what I'm saying? Like buying some more build back better. Well, you gotta strip this shit down before you can build back better. It's build and destroy. Yep. Destroy and rebuild. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's that's what has to happen. You know what I mean? Nothing else, not anything else than that is not enough. Like, plain and simple. <sighs> There's yeah. that. Look, that's it. I don't even need to say nothing else because I'll just be trying to repeat what you said because <laughs> it's just, we, we, it's enough. So, mm. um, Another, you know, we, we're going to touch on something locally. Um, I was actually trying to pull up the status that I have read this morning about um, the Crown Act. Oh, yeah. Because I think it's right here. This it. That's all about the secret ballot. I don't know where it's at. Um, so you're basically just trying to read about um, the Crown Act um, from County Council? Oh, yeah, I guess it was that many days ago. Yeah, it was on Tuesday. I have it. Um, you see how I've been, I've been, oh, here it is. Yeah, I've been so deep in work. I'm literally catching up on stuff today. So, yeah, this was on Tuesday. The hair discrimination ordinance was not able to be passed out of committee because it needs a certain amount of votes um, to be voted for. What I guess on the floor is that, yep, onto the floor and be added to the agenda. All these, these bureaucratic calls. And so basically Allegheny County Council and the majority don't believe that that's really a thing. So they didn't vote for it. And, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that there needs to be, they feel they need more explanation. Like if, you, if the black woman that we have elected to sit on county council is advising you of something from her constituents that needs to be done. What else needs to be it. said? That, and then also the fact that at the city level, you have the Crown Act about to go into place. So, when a city and county be lockstep most of the any other time, why would you have, you know what I mean? Like the city is making it happen, but the county isn't. But then it also speaks to outside the city, how racist Allegheny County really is. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the, and, I want to say the council members. No, say it. Please say their names because somebody's about to get so, roasted. Council members, Tom Baker, 
Tom Dore, Sam DeMarco, Cindy Kirk, Bob Macy, and John Palmieri voted against it. So none of those are my county council people, so, you know. No, uh, they're not. But I'm going to say this, though. I'm going to say two things about two of those names that you said. So we're going to start with Bob Macy. So let it be known that Robert Macy's district includes the Mon Valley, mm. which is West Mifflin, which is out in Clarendon, Duquesne, in mm. McKeesport. All of these areas encompass Bob Macy's district. He's up in at least another year or two. So with this being said, somebody from the Mon Valley needs to make that run to get his ass about that seat. Yeah. That's That's plain and simple. I've met that man. And what I'll say is he's not comfortable around black people. So he doesn't have any interest in entertaining a law that's going to allow black people to have natural hair. Hair that he probably finds grotesque or whatever else old ass word he would use. So if you live out that way and you're interested in getting into politics, county council could be your step. Mm -hmm. So there you go. So if you live out there, you can check on a county website and see if your areas are in his district because a lot of them are. If you live out that way, you're probably in his district. Next person, Tom Baker. We're going to call this man Tom Faker from now on. Yeah. Because the thing that's wild to me, right, the thing that's wild to me is, dude, this guy, stay in pictures with black people, stay trying to champion black and brown people, right? He had the the awards. He's given awards to all these people and community that are doing fantastic things, and he wants to do all of this kind of stuff. That's the lane he wants to be in. I'm trying to champion people, and I'm I'm trying to, you know, put these people on a pedestal, this and that, right? And the same people that you gave these awards to that you was trying to chum me up with in pictures are the same people that this act would protect, right, from occupational racism, which is another thing in Pittsburgh, and you vote that John down, you can't be rude. It don't get no faker than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you really wanted to be out here champion for these folks. You want to post about how you doing stuff with this organization, and I'm on Zoom with these young leaders and all of this kind of stuff, and there's black and brown people on here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the fakest shit of all. You know what I'm saying? But this is the thing, though, is the kickers. He's not running again. He's about to be done. He got a job with some cherry out in North Hills, mm. right? So he's not even going to be on county council. So this is the thing. You really could have voted for this and it not affect you at all. So this really speaks to how you care or how you think about black folks that one of your last major landmark votes, you voted no. So that proves that you don't really give a fuck about black people or what black people deal with or the advancement of black people at all. You know what I'm saying? You proved it right there. Like you're fake as hell. He's been fake. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if these gonna ever hear this shit, but if you do, you're a piece of shit. Like, plain and simple. Tom Faker. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it is. And if there are any people that live in the North Hills, 
you should look and see if you are interested in running and be on the right side of history and, and running his seat because it's going to be open soon because okay. he's done later this year. Well, there's that. Tom Faker. There's that. So Allegheny County Council's trash for that uh, vote. That shouldn't have even been a question. It shouldn't have been hard in a region that already has um, data out to reflect that this is the worst place to live if you are black. Um, you know, it's just a slap in the face and it's why we need to be voting people out and getting other people to run. And you know, change this. That's all I know. That's 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 my that's my move now, y'all. All I'm on is who who we getting to run in these offices. That's what we that's what we doing. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's election time. Make sure we vote out November third. Uh, Pennsylvania, we're mail-in ballots. There's a secrecy envelope. Make sure you put your ballot and the secrecy envelope and then in the outer envelope that you sign on the back don't yeah, forget because if you and don't a date. sign your name and a date sign and and date. take your time because i'll say this i almost had a naked ballot in the primary mm. like i almost i almost mm. didn't use the envelope mm. i almost didn't so it's real easy for you to be moving really quickly because you want to get it right back out and you be like, oh, snap. So like really be deliberate about putting it in that secrecy envelope because we can't afford no naked ballots out here. PA is definitely a battleground state. Battleground. Every, vote, every vote matters here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. every vote matters here. So it don't feel like your vote ain't going to count. Like, honestly, no matter where you at, your vote's going to count this time around. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are a lot of people that's just voting this evil, man. There's a lot of people that's really voting because they want to maintain the chaos that's happening, you know? It's not even really political anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, um, yeah, that's that. Yeah. It's... We gonna just, but we'll keep talking about it. You know, we we do the best we can. That's why we started this show. Um, I did want to mention too, just specifically because you know, end of the show, we really get local. Um, that's probably something we're gonna start promoting. Like, you gotta listen to the end to hear our local, because local gets juicy sometimes. But this ain't juicy. This is just typical voting in the city of Pittsburgh. There is a ballot question. This ballot question. Any ballot question, they are never clear. They are made to make you not vote the way you probably should vote. Um, it is for the city, the city of Pittsburgh Citizen Police Review Board. It would be an amendment to require police officers to participate with investigations. If not, they could be they can be fired. Um, and also, it gives power to the city controller to um, audit, you know, performance audits, things of that sort. So those are some benefits. There are some compromises and some things that we still wanna keep our eyes out on. This is not a fix. This is just a step towards things that we need. We still need to be fighting, you know, for um, 
more accountability because right now the city of Pittsburgh is spending $25,000 on rubber bullets and tear gas and that's not being approved by city council before it happens. So residents are paying for other residents to be terrorized because they want to um, express their right to protest. Um, so yeah, that Citizens Police Review Board vote yes on that ballot question and we will make sure we keep our foot you know, you know, pressure applied. We got to keep it. We got to keep pressure applied on these people, these police officers. It is ridiculous what is happening out here. Um, and so, yeah, I've been getting a lot of friends text me about that ballot initiative when they get their mail-ins. They're like, Ash, I see this question. What, what am I supposed to do? So that's, you know, no one is harmed by voting yes. And that is what we want to really make sure of. Like we can't harm each other when we make decisions on um, how we want to govern ourselves because we are governing ourselves. Um, so yeah, this was a long episode. We sorry. We'll tell y'all to listen to it in pieces when we push this out. <laughs> yeah, it had to happen though. It, it did. We missed y'all. I missed my bro. I missed having exactly. the, our talks for politics. We're going to get an even more focused, though, I think, once these elections are over. But y'all, we're scattered. We're so yeah. scattered. Yeah, no, we're going to push through. We're going to make sure that we, we hit back with everybody for these last couple of weeks until the election and then, you know, regroup. But yeah, I mean, you know, we got to do this for the people you know what i'm saying we actually gotta make sure we take care of ourselves though yeah um but we appreciate y'all listening if you made it to this point i'm grateful to you and this episode for listening so we had to say uh so thank you uh you know make sure you check us out black political millennials on ig on twitter and on facebook yeah um yeah and we out y'all yeah peace